Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. I found out the other day that during, you know, during the pandy, I worked on board games. Did you know this? What do you mean you worked on I them? created two board games. Wait, by, <laughs> what? Like by yourself? No, I had a team. I had a team. It was the weirdest thing to ever fall into my lap in the strangest way. Wait a minute. Aaron, yeah. you have done the show. How many years? Every fucking week. Yeah. And it's like. Did I tell you? Did I tell you I filmed a feature film naked, with, naked with Robert <laughs> with uh, Ryan Reynolds with Ryan Reynolds and uh, no, no, he sat on my face. It was nothing, no big deal. And yet the shitty stories I've told you like seventeen times. Right? Did but, I tell you I won an Academy Award last year? <laughs> I did? Oh, that's weird. Oh, I know it was nothing. It's by the Emmy, but you can go down anyway, to the sub basement. Have and look you at seen them. Monopoly? It's kind of like Monopoly, but it's ten times. But better. it's better. Uh, yeah, I got this company randomly came to see a show that I was on mm-hmm. right before the world shut down with the Pandy Newton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were like, hey, would you ever be interested in developing a board game? It was the was weirdest, Scott. like, hey, come over here and taste these drugs. Is that yeah. how people get people you like in with drugs? You like candy? I got <laughs> If both. I were a drug dealer, that's how I would pitch it. Hey, you want to taste some drugs and... Uh, just come over here. There's a little alley over here. We can do. We can do, do something wanna, bad. Do you want to lick some uh, air? Talk. I just get it. Get I in the to, car. I don't let's know. go to Taco Bell. And yeah, so they came up to me and they basically were like, "Yeah, we're developing this board game, Bloody Blue." Cut to uh, three months later. You know. Uh, oh, actually, three board games. I I oh, created okay. two, okay. and well, then just, okay. another now one I had made as a third. But the first is out. A year and a half later. What's it called? Seinfeld. I don't know what the tagline is because we gave them a lot of information. So you didn't really invent it because Seinfeld did. Well, yeah, technically, yeah, okay. okay. If you wanna, if What's you wanna really game? split Friends? hairs, are you curb your enthusiasm? <laughs> so what I'm saying is that the the content existed, yeah. but the creativity, oh, okay, was really all about me and my team. Uh, yeah, so I, I made a board game. <laughs> I had a team. I had a team. And Jules, it would turn Jules on because I'd be in like, uh, I'd be in meetings. You can put Tits a Wonderful Life down. We've done her already. I, can't. I um, forgot that it was here. Oh, she'll always be here with the Jeannette soap. We're just collecting items when people send <laughs> like us it. things. So what's the premise? Like, what's your, do you get to be a character? Um, You know what? I don't even know. I don't or, know. Or is it like- It went through so many incarnations that I don't even know what they landed on. Oh, yeah, okay. It's the coffee table game. What there does you that go. mean? It turns into a Seinfeld, coffee table? Seinfeld, the coffee table game. The actual box can act as a coffee table. <laughs> Look, we gave them a lot of ideas. I don't know what came down the pipeline. Mm. All I know is that I am a creator of the games. Okay. So um, I'm going to look forward to to doing Operation 2. We're going to bring operation back, but we're going to make it more like Saw. Perfect. Or hostile. <clears throat> you know, we're going to make it way bloodier. Sure. If you mess up, things can spurt in your eye. Okay. Everything old is new again. Wouldn't it just be best if you did it Operation 2 and they turned him over? <laughs> and then they did everything from behind. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's Operation 2 back in the saddle. Right. You don't have to. There's no buzzer. Because there's Actually, no Actually, I would think there would be way more. Well, the, the buzzer is in a different place now. Well, it's a hemorrhoid. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, they really missed an opportunity with like not putting the sack down there. <laughs> oh, they did Maybe. it. They did. It's called the bread basket. They couldn't that... make it look like, yeah, when you got near his crotch, if you had to remove something from mm-hmm. his crotch, it was the bread basket. And he's looking up at you all dead eyed like, please be careful of my bread basket. One of the hardest things to remove, so it had to be his sack. Hmm. But I mean, if you flip him over, you can still see the sack, which is what okay. I'm but can you remove it from the back end? I doubt it. 
This but is you like, still can see this it. This is what we talked about with Mount Rushmore. Is I want to believe there's four asses <laughs> on the other side of that mountain so badly. <laughs> I have a dream. Yeah. All right. So let's say Operation Two, the backside, the B side. But yeah. that's all you can remove is stuff from his ass. Well, no. What well, you else? can do spinal mm-hmm. operation. You can do like shoulder stuff. <laughs> If you're into shoulders, <laughs> if, you're into stuff, shoulders. if you want to do like I don't know, maybe like maybe he's got like a, a lower spinal fusions like, tumor right behind his knee. Okay, okay, like really strange. Like, a, but you know, like can you find, so like, if you find writer's cramp back there, you better worry. I think Operation Two is for like older people because then it's just like older people issues. <laughs> issues, yes. <laughs> it's like he has a collapsed spine. It's like you need to put the. Um, what do you get? A slip disc, mm-hmm. herniated disc. Yeah, yeah. We could go much more serious. Usually, yeah. that's where everything happens when you're older is on like the backside. Yeah, like a tennis elbow thing from playing too much tennis or varicose golf. veins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just not like cellulite removal. Ooh, lipo. Liver spots. Uh huh. Uh huh. Skin cancer. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Let's make operation for the Middle Ages. Yeah. Very different game. Very. Way more serious. Would it still buzz you when you messed up and hit the sides? I think it should be a little bit more invasive. I think you should be hooked up to something. So anytime it did buzz you, it actually like tasered you. Okay. So it's like, <clears throat> you know, car battery. Yeah. But we hook up two ends to your bowels. To your nipples. Okay. People would enjoy this. I think they this would. This is a game I could pitch. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. All right. Okay. Remove mm-hmm. part of his kidney. Give it to somebody else. That's mm-hmm. the Steel Magnolias game. <laughs> <laughs> I like That's it. Sad. And the consequences are bigger. So, like, this one would definitely need an anesthesiologist. Yeah. yeah. And you could you could sue him. Well, that could be, like, if you're running out of, like, problems in his arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, like, oh, I left a scalpel in. Oh. You can, pu- you can like, pull out a problem. Yeah, yeah. Like Ooh, drunk surgeon. We need a medical or, malpractice game. Yeah. As a companion. Yes. <gasps> yes. Like they put um they put liquid cement in her ass instead of what should have been put in there. I know, and then she had to go on botched. Ooh, what if it was botched the game? Ooh. <gasps> You've put too much filler in Mrs. Kane. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where the name Erica came from. Came yes. from all my children. That's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> what are you going to do? How are you going to undo it? I think that's fantastic. It's almost like... Botched the board game. Botched meets Operation meets Mrs. Potato Head. But like in Guantanamo Bay, you have to put it in a place where you're not going to easily have access to your usual materials. Oh, maybe it's something like, you know, like you land on community chest. Okay, you want to get your lips done, but you're in Tijuana and all they have is (laughs) jelly is jelly and rice Uh or bean paste. uh, You right. Or uh, uh, um, like liquid glue. I was just about to say glue. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that other paste is, and then you do it, and then you f- and then you get another card, and that's a consequence. Well, because you chose liquid glue, now that you have, now you have a tumor that's growing inside of your cheeks that's spreading to your brain. But it only cost you one hundred and fifty bucks, so you still have like seven hundred in your bank. Right, but now you only smile widely on one side of your face, <laughs> and you can't see out your left eye. Right. I'm just saying, there's branding opportunities here that people are missing. I think we should have our own board game. But now as a board game it. creator, uh, I'll pitch it. Okay. I'll see you at the office. Okay. Um, the other thing I'll just say is that there's some uh, podcasts that I listen to. They get corporate sponsorship, but I'm just saying uh, we'd appreciate it. Specifically, they seem to be doing ads in all seriousness for Cox Cox Internet. And I cannot think. What's that? It's like high-speed internet. Cox? A yes. high-speed cock? C-O-X. <clears throat> but I thought, I listened to it, I thought, oh my God, could you imagine if we finally get corporate sponsorship and it's Cox, and we have to say things like, let Cox work for you? 
Wow, that Cox was really fast. Bring Cox into your home. Yeah. I don't know how I lived before Cox. I don't either, but my hips are fucking killing me. <laughs> Ever since I brought high-speed Cox into my home, I can't tell you how much it's improved the house. I never leave the bedroom. I know my Jules is smiling ear to ear ever since we filled our home with cocks. I'm just saying, this is an opportunity. Uh, if the good people at Cox could reach out to us, we can pun the shit out of your ads. And yes, it may turn people off of your product, but yes, people will remember. I think people will be running for that. Cock. I would run for Cox after that. Yeah. I'd be like, get me on the phone with Cox. I need Cox. I would probably trip over that Cox every time. I know. Well, Cox is wireless, though. Oh. Yeah. Cox gives you freedom. Yes, it does. You can move freely about the place on a high-speed Cox. <laughs> I probably don't even have to work that hard if it's moving that fast. <laughs> when Cox moves so quickly. You don't even know if you can or not. You know what? Hands off Cox. Yeah. That's what that is. You don't even need to touch those cocks to know. Mmm, gotta love them cocks. Yeah, it's so easy to get on my favorite sites with cocks. <laughs> I can get on and off with cocks. Do you <laughs> get on, get off, and get on with your life, cocks. Cocks high speed. Look at those cocks. Mmm, nice cocks. <laughs> See, so I'm just saying, now this is us spitballing, pun intended. Yeah. For the last 25 to... 45 uncomfortable seconds. Yeah. We could really crush that spot. We could really. Crush those cocks. Yeah. God. I think of cocks every day. I have to every time I see it. In the house, outside of the house. Anywhere I go. I wonder cocks, how my cocks, cocks is working cocks. today. Did you have a good French hurricane, Henri? I did. I did. Bonjour. Oui. There's nothing really happened. I knew nothing was really going to happen. Yeah, of course. Um, more exciting than the hurricane. Yes. Dotel. Is something that I think that every Times Square locale needs. Oh, oh I'm excited. Say it, it is, out loud for the people. It's the Ferris wheel that was built haphazardly in the middle of Times Square pretty quickly at night. Because what could possibly go wrong with a rogue Ferris wheel? A Ferris wheel. A huge honking Ferris wheel in the middle of Times Square. And who uh, in de Blasio's office is like, you know what people love? Ferris wheels. They can't ride any of those anywhere else in the world. Where are you going to put it? Are you going to put it by the, the red stairs right in the middle? No. We're going to put it to the left of the Olive Garden, right by the Sunglass Hut, just up from the stairs, off to the right. Wait, so then what are they all going to look at? Well, they're going to be packed in really close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does, it go, but does it go higher than the high rises? So at least you get, when you're at the top of the Ferris wheel, do you get a view of any of the city? Mm, no. It's, no, no. People try to get in the Swatch Watch store, like, the doors don't open all the way. Even, I can't even get in it. I just ordered my latte. No, son of a bitch. Oh, look, the M&M store. Oh, look, a new P.F. Chang's. It's, that is all you have the view of. It literally is, situ like, I thought when they said they were going to put it in Times Square, I'm like, oh, you built all this pedestrian way, then you'll probably put it here because wouldn't it be amazing? Like, that's your view. Like, you're looking where the ball drops and all that shit. That's where you put None it. None of this is a good idea unless it's on the top of a building. What is the point of being on a Ferris wheel when all you're doing is looking at the exact same things that you're already seeing at a slightly higher elevation? Slightly higher. I would appreciate it if it were in the middle of Times Square, but it is literally, it's like as <laughs> it's if like someone parked in. it parked it in an alley. <laughs> like, where's the Ferris wheel? It's right over there behind the trash and where everyone just takes a shit. Yeah, That's go where over it is. a little more back, back. Like, picture them putting it in, rolling it in, being like, all right, so we just, right here in the middle, right? No, no, back, back, to the left. A little to the, you see that Quiznos? Right there. Right there, right in front of it. It's like if you had the Tower of Terror, but they were like, you know what, turn it around to face the wall. <laughs> it's what? the back of the operation <laughs> game. Like, yeah, like, this game sucks. <laughs> Or if, like, your Ferris wheel, all the cages were, like, covered. Yeah, so you didn't know what was going on. You didn't it's see anything. It's just TVs. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. So on the side of the, the Ferris wheel, it's like, New York's back. And I turned to Marcus and I was like, see, you just can't do shit like that here. <laughs> you can't say, New York's back. Full concert. Because guess what? It's like, 
Bonjour, sorry. I'm going to cancel your concert. Just in time for your stupid Ferris wheel to go up. Hurricane Henri is here to ruin your good time. Also, what could possibly happen in a city of 8 million it's people? It's giving the homeless a wonderful thing to sit on and shit on. And can you picture them going, I guarantee you, it's going to be just, just all the meth addicts are going to be riding that thing because equal opportunity. If they got the dime, they'll do the time. They're going to get to the top of that Ferris wheel it's and the like, shit that's going to fall off. It's like <laughs> that empty train car. <laughs> that empty train car. Like, oh, great. It's my turn. Oh, you know oh, what? No. I'll take Oh, oh Jesus. I don't, can Ugh. I wait for the next one? There's oh. a puddle in this one. I'm going to wait for the next car. I, I don't mind waiting. Okay, it's now, gonna be now half it an tips hour. when it's you right. get up at the top. Oh, and it just swings side to side. And he just swings next to you, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I think your chocolate's melting. I didn't buy chocolate. I hear sloshing. Someone's shit is just thrown at you oh, from another car. Oh, what a card. terrible... New York is back, baby! New York's back! <laughs> New York's back! We got a meth Ferris wheel! We got everything you'd ever want! <laughs> a Ferris wheel! So come to our fair city. Yeah. Uh, sponsored by Cox. <laughs> Oh, I think we're lubed, I don't think, you? I am so lubed. I'm so lubed. I'm so ready for some fast cock speed. Oh, lean into fast cocks. And <laughs> oh. welcome, welcome everybody to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Rod Stewart. Oh, and I'm Sandy Dennis. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar once again in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? We're not as exciting as that music. No. And now, NPR. And here we are. Welcome to Operation 3. Let's see what's Sciatica. in the news. <laughs> 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 this is the worst game. It's been going on forever, and this guy still has pain in his left foot. I don't know what else, what else to do. I don't know how I can help uh, I got a third opinion card. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fire your anesthesiologist, lose two points. God, go backwards. Well, this week, like all weeks, we are giving you exciting comedy, quality, comedy, comedy content. Just comedy content. We're reading the advice columns of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're putting them on the downtown train every night, every night. It's just the same. We're reading their articles. That's correct. Again. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias at Dear Pod Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. We have a website where you can binge every last episode, dearpodofficial.com. Big surprise. <gasps> By the way, do you know that we take listener mail every week? There's a bug in here and it just landed on my hand. It will die. So email us if you are just uh, triggered by me killing uh dearpodofficial at gmail.com if you send us an advice question we will give you an advice answer we are completely unqualified to do so but we would like to try our hand at being ann landers and dear abby so what are you waiting for dearpodofficial at gmail.com and finally and most importantly our patreon page support us at patreon.com slash dearpodofficial where for three or five dollars a month you can be a subscriber and we will put things in your bread basket. That is right. We will remove your bread basket. Instead, we will put in little quality comedy tidbits on top of your uh, writer's cramp. So, and your hemorrhoids <laughs> and your Adam's apple and whatever the hell else you it's want to remove. turned into the plumber in my building. <laughs> Anything uh, gets going like uh, some writer's cramp and, uh, and, uh, and a two by four. What else and, can we uh, get rid of here? Uh, here all right, we're going to get rid of your lower back pain and uh, we're going to work on fusing your tailbone together. You fuse this! Ah, damn it all! Lost $500 in a bet with my other doctor. So, this week's theme which uh, we brushed upon a couple weeks ago. Plumbing. Just because of, oh. oh, we should do plumbing. It's such a stimulating topic. <laughs> stimulating. Oh. Uh, this week, in celebration of you people who are returning to uh, Escuela. academia, si. we are doing a back-to-school episode. You got to get back. <clears throat> back, back, back to school back to school. Again. Again. So uh, pretty soon we're going to be seeing on our feeds, they're going to be flooded with people of 
you know, people's kids holding signs that say, first step, fifth grade. And everybody's got their backpacks on. So we're not going back to school, but you bitches are. So I let's talk. I think I have about. one picture, maybe one. A back to school picture? Yeah. I have a picture it's of me and my friend surprising. Michelle Maroney wearing seasonally inappropriate clothes. Sure. Because you would do your back to school shopping, which I loved doing. I love that. The act yeah. of being like, I'm going back to school. I need certain clothes for it. Mm-hmm. But you go back in the very beginning of September when it's still summery out. So it's yeah. still like hot. It's in the 80s. Yes. But I'm shopping for fall items. And once you pick out that first day of school, back to school outfit, you have to stick with it. Mm-hmm. But inevitably, I was like, I'll take this pink sweater with the fluffy... Uh, yeah. With like the shoulder pads and the arms and the hottest wool skirt. Mm-hmm. And that's your back to school yeah. outfit. And you've committed to it. So yeah. you're going to sweat your ass through that first day of school. Yes. For some reason, I stuck with the sweater, I think nearly year round. I felt a little bit like Natalie. Who's from Natalie? Natalie from Facts of Life. <gasps> you take the good, the take the bad. Did she rock a sweater year round? Well, she did when she had the pigtails, so yeah. Oh, okay. But like full sweater, not like sweater vest? No, Blair had the sweater vest. Oh, there you go. Or just the vest. She had the boobs to fill it out. Yeah, and then Joe had like just the open shirt because she just fixed her bike. You don't need to get on and a leather, leather coat. Probably. I love Joe. Ponytail. Mm-hmm. Potted in the middle. Nancy McKeon. There's my spirit animal right there. I like Nancy McKeon. I know. What happened? What happened to all of that? What happened to Joe? Joe Plumacek. What about Joe? Uh, back to school. What are your first thoughts? Go ahead. Let's do a little <laughs> lightning round here. Back to school. What are you thinking? Good, bad, ugly, terrified, anxiety. Rubber eraser tops. Oh, like you'd eat them? No. You know how you'd, for some reason you'd buy like pencils and then you'd get, adi- I didn't understand this, but an additional I did An additional eraser top. Yes. And it always, oh, not just the top. I would get the full-size eraser, though. Oh, you'd get that, but that doesn't erase anything. Not at all. And it would just move things around yeah, like, your Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'll get rid of this. And meanwhile, you're just repping your homework. <laughs> this was this was written in light pencil. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, you have a fucking, like, uh, Exxon Valdez all over your <laughs> fucking page. pink stain. <laughs> but then you'd get pencils, and then you'd buy the um, er- pencil... Eraser toppers that go on top of your existing eraser. I never got that. Or I did. and Fancy bitch. What I actually went for were those things that would go on top of your pencils that looked like erasers, but they really weren't. They're just toys. Uh-huh. You know, it's like a banana with <gasps> oh, a smile. Oh, yeah, but then you were like, but it was, it was like. It was decorative. It was a conversation piece for elementary right. school kids. Correct. We're like, oh my God, is, this a, is that a Mr. Peanut? And then Trapper Keeper. Then you'd have to be like, okay, I'm going to be stuck with you all year. Mm-hmm. Do I go for Do I go for basic? Because, you know, I can't tell everyone that I'm gay now, but maybe. You weren't ready for Lisa Frank. But no. But you were inside. You wanted a Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper. I wanted anything that wasn't basic. Okay. Understandable. Uh, lunch boxes. Did you do them? And what no. did you No. Because I... Walked to school, so it was two blocks away. So my mom. Wait, like, so what? You go home for lunch? Yeah, I was like, Shut one, up, of the, I was like one of the seven people that went home for lunch. Ew! <clears throat> yeah. You went home? Yeah. You were like, peace out, guys. I just got to go back, have a little like scotch and some steak, and mm-hmm. is that that's weird? Did you want to do that? I thought it was weird that people stayed. I'm like, don't you want to get out of here? <laughs> Does she just want to go get some air? Does anybody want a cigarette? I mean, you got to stay right here. Yeah, These like, fuckers are looking at you all goddamn day. Come with me to my I'm house. I'm going to Charlie's. It's two blocks away. <laughs> it's it's smoke filled. <laughs> Do you ever try cream spinach? I this come here the all best. the time. Come here, Cindy. You like stewed tomatoes and a martini? Two Any- martini lunch patty. That is <laughs> you as a kid. Anyone got some Newport? I need some change for the machine. I need some Newport. What the fuck? Is this kid in Mad Men? What is this? It's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with the crust cut off. <sighs> oh, no. I eat it with crust on That's because fine. I'm a man. That's fine. I now, let do- me sign your Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper. <laughs> I got science. Trade you. Back. Trade you this eraser. You know what I fucking mean? Ugh. It's fucking difficult, this fifth grade. Biology. I just wanted to stop it right Bi- there. <laughs> 
How about this science shit? What about this? I don't mathematics. What's this computer shit? Like, who's gonna? What? Who's gonna need? I'm fucking so stressed about Oregon Trail. I can't fucking do it anymore. I already spent an hour learning about Lewis and Clark, and now I gotta do calisthenics. Are you fucking kidding me? You think I can pivot on a dime like that? Yo, Lou, two more, two, two more, more milks, two more milks. Make them, make them extra thick this time, though, huh? Ugh. Oh, hell drown yourself. All right, it's time to go. Oh, good. What, what you got next? Algebra. Algebra. I used to go go play pool with a guy named Algebra. <laughs> Algebraia. He was always looking for a way to cut corners. Yeah, back uh. to school. Welcome to back to school. So we have uh, we have articles. Yes, we do. R e back to school. Re. I think we might have done this before this uh, subject, but I think maybe um, everything old That's is new fine. again. That's okay. fine. I actually found two very fresh. Oh, are they fresh? I think. Ooh, right out of the oven, these articles. Mm. Oh. oh, Do you want to start or shall I? Oh, fuck. Uh, you can go. <gasps> oh, my God. Lottie's first. I mean, ladies second. Sorry. Are you sure? All right. This one comes from the Daily Telegram. Oh, Claire, Wisconsin. Oh, Claire. Oh, Claire. November 27, 1967. College homesickness need not be defeated. Dear Adlanders, I am writing this letter in the hope it will reach the thousands of parents whose children have gone off to college for the first time. I am a registrar in a Midwestern coeducational college. I have seen dozens of students quit and go home because they were homesick. Other students, equally homesick, have stuck it out and gone on to graduate. The difference between these two groups is invariably the parents'. It is amazing to me how many otherwise intelligent parents tell their kids who blubber on the phone about homesickness, well, you don't have to stay there if you want to. Come home! Then there are the parents who write to their kids and tell them how much they miss them, how sick they've been, and how hard up for money they are. Naturally, the student who was not very enthusiastic about college in the first place is inclined to chuck everything and come home for the sake of the folks. Wise parents understand the value of a college education and do everything they can do to help children get that diploma. The student who is told, this is a major challenge, stay there and meet it, will often do just that. The student who is permitted to throw in the towel and come home after a few weeks or months may well develop a defeatist approach to all of life's challenges. Signed, John W. Hower, Rapid City, S.D. I used a very female voice for John, but, you know, what? John Howard! Dear JWH, thank you for a superb letter. I have long suspected that parents who allow their kids to fold out of college within the first few weeks or months do so because they, the parents, are lonely and want the child at home. I hope your letter opens up a few thousand eyes around the country. I think it's the same type of parent that doesn't let their kid cry. No, no, don't feel whatever yeah. you don't don't feel any sort of anything. Yeah, well, there was now. no, there was no. If I were homesick, okay, it'll pass. That's Suck where you up, are buttercup. now. That's where you are now. Oh, you're I, stuck. I, I was kind of the other kid. Then I'm like, I'm homesick. And the second that I was like, moth is like, I gotta come home. Make the pain stop. Make it go away. Here, let's suckle. Oh, Too oh, much. God. Yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, but then I was like, no, I'm going to be fine. My college homesickness, when I first got dropped Don't in college. Don't talk about me like I'm, I'm not, not here. here. All I can think of is that kid from 16 Candles who's like, I don't want to go to the dance. I want to stay at home with you guys. And the parents are <laughs> yeah. holding the door shut like, no, get in there. Uh, I was homesick for about 30 seconds when I went to college the first time. I think I did. I was too. For like the first night when I was like, I'm in a new place. And then the next day I was like, I'm at school. Who wants to drink Bones Farm and get laid? It was like, (laughs) it it didn't last that long. Who wants to suck my high-speed cocks? (laughs) (laughs) I'll take some of your cocks if you're giving it away. (laughs) The cocks is free here. Hey, share my cocks, you guys. I'm a giver. I Yeah, I just ate. You know that's internet, right? You know that's internet. That's all that he's got. Oh, it is? Oh. No. 
<laughs> we love the walk away here. Where'd you go? To, did you go? You went away to school. You obviously couldn't come home for lunch. Correct. Okay. Betsy and I both went to St. Norbert. That's where we met in in a summer school program, and then we went. I went for the year. How and far away? It's in Green Bay. So, well, it's Green Bay, like four hours away. Oh, okay. And then, Enough that you can't come home easily. Correct. And then Bloomington is four hours away also. Oh, okay. Just a different direction. Did you go to, two, why Bloomington? Well, that was my second school that I went to. Oh, did you I drop left. out of the first one? I did. Oh, I you did, I didn't know I, that. I did a, a year and a summer. Okay. And I was like, I didn't want to be there anyway. Okay. Um, and. What'd you study? <sighs> In the first year? Yeah, sure. Uh, I studied theater. Oh, okay. All right. It was actually one of, it, strange because it was like probably the best grades I ever received. Of course. And You're playing. Well, yeah. I like thoroughly enjoyed myself. I was taking classes that I I don't, I surprisingly was great at. Yeah, because you were invested in it. And that's the difference. When you go to school for something that you love, you're mm-hmm. going to get the most out. I had like a 4.8 GPA because I was musical theater. Yeah. It <laughs> of was course, like... every morning I'm up and like rolling on the floor and we're massaging each other. And I'm like, this is college. Well, it's, you're valid. It's people, yeah, and people are like, you're great. This is great. And then I went to Indiana and I got, I think I was overwhelmed. And I thought I was, this is too big. Like, there's no way I can compete here. And then I just, I'm like, mm, I guess so. Did you go to study theater there? <clears throat> I attempted it. And then I was, I got intimidated very quickly. And Really? I, I was like, oh, I guess I'll just do general communications and dance around that. So that's when I went into telecommunications and like. Cox it, High Speed? Yeah, Cox High Speed. <laughs> and then I did, so you can, you, work for Cox? you can kind of do like an acting class and you do like a video production class and all this other stuff. And then, then I was like, uh. I don't know. They're like, you have to finish your Spanish. I'm like, I got plenty of time for that. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. The fi- my fifth year, <gasps> they're like, you have to finish your Spanish. I'm like, it's too late now. I, I don't know. I, just let me disappear. I don't know. I don't know. Did you just like walk into the I'm woods? Like, I, said, I don't know how to do this now. They're like, you waited too long. You should. Now you're going to be, you're going to have to be in a class. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'm never, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm never going to use this. They're like. I bet you're they wrong. They don't want to hear it. I bet you're wrong because oh it's Spanish. They were you're... like, you're moving to New York. I bet you it's the only thing you're going to use. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only class that you actually I'm surprised need. that I can actually understand most, like when Spanish is spoken to me. Really? I pretty much understand. I, if I could download, well, no, this is a toss-up. I, I was talking to someone about this the other day. If you could download one special skill into your brain and you were instantly great at it. Spanish. Okay. I, I think. I, guitar. For me. Oh, sorry. Pivoted. See, you didn't get to finish the end of the thing, which is like, you can download any skill. So it could be an instrument. It could be a language, uh, Mm. like a hobby. You want to knit, like there's a a microchip now that we're going to put in your brain. You're going to know exactly how to do it. And you're going to be like very good at it. Maybe I would do like um, the banjo ever since like the Muppets. You feel inspired. One of the hardest uh, strings String instruments to learn. Really? Yeah, because it has like strings on strings on strings. Really? Yeah, it's a very complicated little piece. How about the Dixie Chicks? They can play every fucking string instrument. Exactly. They're the Dixie Chicks. Are you a Dixie Chick? No. You are a Well, they're just the chicks. I'm just just a high-speed (laughs) cop. I'm just a boy over here. I'm just a boy standing in front of a computer begging for some free cocks. (laughs) (laughs) The faster, the better. I knew you. I knew you'd be on board to be a brand ambassador for cocks. 100%. (laughs) Mm, Gotta love those cocks. (laughs) All right, give me an article. All right. This is from the Amarillo Globe Times, Amarillo, Texas, February 12th, 1964. Accent, please. Okay. Dear Abby, as the mother of a high school freshman... I feel our schools are to blame for this demanding attitude displayed by our youth. The accent is on materialism. In the few months my son has attended high school, there has been a steady stream of requests for money. He needs track shoes, a student body car, $4 for a yearbook, drafting instruments, a white sweater for his athletic block letter. My budget is exhausted. I told him he would have to wait a while for the sweater. He was so angry. He threw his hairbrush at me and smeared my bedroom rug 
with toothpaste and threw a heavy magnet at the kitchen door with all of his might. Hey, we pay high taxes, Abby, and our schools should be supported by those taxes. If students don't come up with all the extras offered, they feel like they are left out. I also wish to add that I just received notification from the Parents Association that a European tour is being offered next summer for those students who can afford it. I am 37 years old and have never been to Europe. <laughs> but here's a great opportunity for me to pay $35 a month from here to eternity so that my son may go at age 15. I'd like your opinion of this materialism, materialism instilled in our children. Signed, Redwood City, California, Mother. She was one line away from saying, that's some bullshit. <laughs> you suck, cap sucker. Oh, he comes back to being Ruth again. <laughs> Listen, you son of a bitch. I ain't paying for you to go to Europe when I've never been there. I can't even be down that street. I can't even afford the Taco Bell. Sound Virginia. <laughs> Claire. <laughs> Dear Mother, you are twisting the issue. True, it costs much more to go to school today than it did 25 years ago. But everything costs more, and people are earning more too. Not every boy who wants a school sweater asks his mother for it. I once knew a young man who worked all summer at a supermarket and saved his money. You didn't say what happened after your son threw the hairbrush, the magnet, and decorated your rug with toothpaste. If all you did was to sit and write me a letter blaming the schools, you can expect more such violent demonstrations of temper. Only worse. Face it, mother. Your son is a childish, impatient, sorehead. Work on straightening him out first, and then we'll talk about what's wrong with the school system. I love, I was going to say honest to God the same thing. She needs to spend her money on SSRIs for this kid. <laughs> like that. Jesus. You, Ma, you're not going to buy me a sweater? Dear Abby, when I told my son that I couldn't buy him his trapper keeper, he picked up the microwave and threw it at me. I came to a week and a half later, <laughs> later when I found myself deep inside my freezer in my garage. Dear Abby, my son is so upset that I could not get him two different Lisa Frank trapper keepers that he folded me in half and performed unnecessary anal surgery on me. Is that a normal response for a 15-year-old boy? Signed, Assless. P.S. Do you need an anus to live a healthy life? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> We're such assholes. <laughs> oh. Dear Abby, I could not get my son colored pencil sets he requested. So when I woke up in a bathtub with my kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to I was like, the next place I'm going to go is like, I woke up and my left leg is missing. Is, should I be concerned? It may be. Do I, do I crumble and get him that sweater after all? Can I still be a mother if I'm no longer awake? And can I only, t can I only mother him from this tub with a bunch of eyes? <laughs> am I a mother if I am only a torso? <laughs> I once saw Pee Wee's Playhouse and Jambi was just a hit. I have a feeling that's the way my body's going to go if I can't afford any more supplies. Can Please I let be me know immediately. Can I be a supportive mother if I only have a voice box? <laughs> Oh, wait, so he smeared toothpaste on the... Oh, I'm sorry? Yes. <laughs> what believe. a weird, like, like this kid just... <laughs> That's, if that if kid were a sound, it would be that. He was so angry, he threw his hairbrush at me, uh -huh. smeared my bedroom rug with toothpaste, and threw a heavy magnet at the kitchen door with all of his might. <sighs> what? What kind of magnet? Yeah. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? I went to Amarillo and all I got was this heavy magnet. <laughs> what kind of heavy magnet can, like, bust a refrigerator? Who's your son, Daffy Duck? What is this, like, made from the acne? I, I, was, I went to Disney World and I got one of those, you know, novelty size uh, thing. There's a flying here. Good God! All right, I have another article for you from the Tribune in Kashakon, Ohio. Kashakon! August 12th, 1977. Back to school mother upset student daughter. Dear Ann Landers, I'm a healthy, normal 16-year-old high school girl with a problem. I have never seen mention in your column before. Oh, wait, that's all one sentence. <laughs> I did it again. Dear Ann Landers, I'm a healthy, normal 16-year-old high school girl with a problem I have never seen mentioned in your column before. It's my mother, but not the usual mother-daughter stuff. Hear this. 
Now hear this. Oh, God. Mom never finished high school. She has decided to go back in September with me. She thinks it's neat to be going to school during the day instead of at night like most older people who want to get a diploma. I'm dreading the next year something awful. If Mom is in any of my classes, I will just die. Can you imagine what it would be like to have your own mother sitting there with all your friends trying to be one of the gang? I've tried to talk to Al- I've talked. I've tried to talk her out of it, but she says you ought to be proud of me. Well, I'm not proud. I am dying inside. Tell me how to handle this. I need to get my head ready. Signed off the wall in Washington. Dear off. Some daughters would not mind if their mothers decided to go to school with them. But since you do, I think it's too bad she didn't respect your feelings. Stuck is stuck, honey. So be a good sport. This too shall pass. In fact, you might look back at the whole thing in a few years as a hilarious episode. And... Now, what if it's you're, you're under the bleachers and you're about to blow somebody and you look over and there's your mother getting like, like just like, like nailed. Oh, no, I thought you were going to say like she's on the cheer squad. The mother would be like a cheerleader and she walks under the bleachers and then sees the daughter. She has her pom-poms and she's like, she's like, Lucy. You're like acting out like, oh, I totally, I totally want to get with this guy. And you're like, mom. And she's like getting like, I don't know, like hog tied by two other guys. Well, that always happens in high school. I can see how your brain would naturally go there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially in the 70s. Yeah. Log yeah. tying was fresh and new. Yeah, or I'm the sorry. Bicentennial and roasted, however you want to say it. Whatever, whatever, you know. Two tomato, guys, one tomato. girl. Right. Mm-hmm. Finger cuffs, whatever you want to say. <laughs> oh, ew, finger cuffs. Uh, this is Back to School with Roddy Dangerfield. Yeah, but that's college. Timeless classic movie. But that's college. Yeah, so it would still be okay? What would you do if your mother <laughs> went to high school with you? Well, it'd be very strange since it was an all-boys school, but... Well, hey, hey. I smell a sitcom. Um, Moth would go to school. Just one of the guys. Isn't that that, the name of the No, that's when she turns into... She plays a boy. Oh. She's like, I'm a girl who's going to be a boy, but go to a different school for some weird reason. Yeah, and I'm Italian all of a sudden. I know, because that's what you do. And I have like a bouffant from 1965. Yeah, I'm Vinnie Del Pino from Doogie Howser, MD. What the hell? Who is this guy <laughs> at our school? And why is he a greaser? Hey, who's this Goomba? And and I'm just supposed to like him? It's the 80s. My hair is crimped. My eyes are blue. Well, I don't understand what this Rat Packer is doing here. Yeah. Wait a minute. That Rat Packer's a lady. What? Oh, <laughs> wacky. <laughs> Moth would go back to school with me. I bet she would. 100% fifth grade. And she's like, ah, lunch ladies. Am I right? <laughs> Aaron, what's number Ew, three? my mother's a pirate. What <laughs> do you do an impression of? <laughs> Aaron. Aaron, what's number three? A squeaky. This test is harder. <laughs> I'm going to make you walk the plank when I get home. It was a very good impression of my mother. I'm very impressed. Err, anyone want to suck some cocks in the locker room? <laughs> wait, wait, you guys, it's she high means high-speed internet. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, hey, Becky, I saw your mother getting cocks underneath the bleachers. <laughs> high-speed internet? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Put some more cocks in your bleachers. You know what your school is missing? Cocks. Ah, uh, the smell of it. This school is sponsored by cocks. Lots of cocks. There's cocks in every room. Holy cocks. Homeroom, biology, arithmetic, cocks, cocks, and more cocks. <laughs> Everywhere. Just one big cock. <laughs> All right, give me the final article of the day. This is from the Tulare Advance Register. Sure it is. Tulare or Tular or whatever. Tulare. <laughs> oh! My, I don't know the word. Um, so, Tular, California, October 19th, 1977. Dear Abby, with the school's social season just commencing, you'd be doing a real service to urge girls not to pass up a boy just because he's short. During my college years, a wonderful fellow tried many times to date me. He was bright, popular, kind, and had a great sense of humor. But he had one fault. 
he was shorter than I was, so I never dated him. Finally, I married a tall, handsome college athlete. He's conceited, lazy, and dumb. We live from hand to mouth. The short fellow I wouldn't even date is now a very successful successful professional man. He's a professional man. I'm so He's not an amateur this man. This man has, has spent his putting time being a man. He is now achieved. a professional. He is no, no longer maintaining amateur man status to be a man in the Correct. Olympics. He married a beautiful girl who adores him. She's half a head taller than he is, but nobody seems to notice. She has a beautiful home, status, and security. Every time I see her, I think, there but for the cockeyed values of my youth go I. <laughs> for the cockeyed values. <laughs> Print this, Abby. Many girls can learn from it. Signed, Mist the Boat. Dear Mist, and speaking of boats that have been missed, let's look at the guys who've left themselves on the dock. I refer to the fellows who wouldn't date a girl because she was a little too short or too tall or skinny or plump. She may have been intelligent, kind, lots of fun, and eager to please, but but because she had less than love limbs or an unfortunate complexion, she was bypassed. So now that the school so- social season is commencing, boys, look around. Give the plain girls a chance. You may do yourself a favor that will last about 50 years. I am tired of living <laughs> hand to cocks, I tell you. It would have been nice to get ahead of it. Look, my jewels are shorter than I am, but by like an inch. But it's nice. You can rest your beer on his head. Sure. It's it's perfect. It's nice to have a smaller So do jet. yourself a favor. Get the 600-pound bearded lady a chance. You just, never just know. Just try her. You never know. She's going to be easy. Just because she's already pregnant doesn't mean she's not a good time. If they put out, all the better. The girl that's passed out in the back of class because she's drunk all the time. I never dated a short guy before my jewels, though. I'm not going to lie. I did. What? How is Marcus taller than you? Yes. And you like it like that? I don't have a real preference. Oh, oh, you don't. You, you're short, tall. All cocks are equal cocks to you. <laughs> as long as it's high speed. As long as, as, long as it's just keep going. <laughs> If it's wireless, I'm in. I mean, the faster the better. Just get it over with. Equal opportunity cocks right. for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I never was attracted to a smaller guy. I don't want to date like Andre the Giant either. And be like, oh, I got to climb this. He's got to be, yeah, lurch. But I also don't want to pick someone up. Yeah, you don't want to pick him up and be like, who's the great big boyfriend? <laughs> right. like, oh, oh my God, you it's, like, it's raining. Oh, I better pick you up. Otherwise, you're going to drown, drown in the curb. Or like you go to a game and you're like, let me just put you on my shoulder can so you can see. Can you see it, Tommy? I love it when we go to the parade together. On my shoulders. Come on. Oh, sorry about King Daka. He can't ride it. Ten fingers. Uh, oh, you'd slip right out. Poor Ten fingers. Thing. That sounds like a good yeah, time. Yeah, that's, that's Operation <laughs> 4. <laughs> The Ten Finger Board Game. Ah, I see you've been working out. Oh. Your anus. <laughs> wow, your ass looks great today. Yeah, I can I can basically clap inside of it. <laughs> Hello? I Hello? can crack Hello? walnuts Hello? with Hello? that thing. Hello? All right, kids. Our tickles are in our past. True. It's time for our future. And you know what's in our future? It's... Cut! Four! <gasps> Instagram mail, Instagram mail. This cox is so speedy. It's helping me read really quickly. This cox is out of control. I've got cox in his room. It's filling my mouth with what's ever in front of me. This cover yourself in cox and love. And while you're at it, cover us with questions. Dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide our cox into our DMs. That's not as funny. Fine. Dear Pod on your Instagram, slide into our DMs and ask us a question, and we shall read it on the air, and we shall answer it like jackasses do. That's just how we roll. Would you like to answer? I sound like Gwen Burton. She always sounds like she was... I don't want to speak ill of the dead. Why bother? Someone turned the batteries up too high. That's Liza a little bit. That's fine. I a like little it. Catherine Hepburn. That's fine. A little ah. Uh, yeah, I get it. I yeah, it. that's well, all I've got. Okay. So we have one Instagram mail question this week. Patois, read it, it to the good people. Dear Pod, my daughter has met the most wonderful man while at college. 
He's so sweet to her and comes from a great family in Chicago. While chatting on our usual Sunday catch-up call, she told me something strange. Apparently, when they go out to the bars, he gets a little overserved. So much so that he winds up wetting the bed. With her in it. I guess this has happened several times now. I simply didn't know what to say to her other than she should no longer spend the night or she should wear a rain slicker to bed. Help me help her. Can she say something to him without hurting his feelings? Signed, Soaked in Santa Fe. Mm, Gross. (laughs) Dear Soaked, Pardon me as I scrub my hands with rubbing alcohol after reading your note. As the saying goes, piss on me once, shame on you. Piss on me twice, you better be a toddler. Unless your college co-ed is dating R. Kelly, I can say without hesitation she should stop seeing this boy until he can dry out. I cannot imagine what his mattress smells like at this point. Ah. I can only wonder how many times this has truly happened. I mean, we don't always tell our parents everything, right? Just ask, just ask spit roasting in Spokane. Water sports is one thing because you're expecting it. Unexpected nocturnal piss play is something else. It's like waking up to a flood, only you're covered in someone else's urine. Oh, Until little leaker can get this under control, she should take comfort in her own bed. She may be lonely, but at least she'll be dry. Tell Miss Wet Nurse to inform Wet Willie Nelson over there that he must buy a new mattress and a water-protecting cover immediately. And say that if he ever wants her over again, he needs to seek help for his dewy situation And quickly. Maybe no liquids after 10 will do the trick. Otherwise, she will go to bed with a magwai and wake up with a gremlin. I applaud you for not getting all pissy with your kiddo when she said she spent the night at this kid's place. How progressive. After all, kids will be kids, especially way at college. Oh, the things we don't know. And I'm sure you're happy not to hear it all. But... If she can tell you this, oh boy, do I look forward to your future letters when she lets it all go and floods you with college memories in the future. Stay dry, Abby. Oh, that mattress. Burn the mattress. It looks like a World War II bandage. (laughs) That's a little shout out to Tom Papa. I... It would be like a pirate's map. That's disgusting. Did this happen to you? No, but I, it didn't happen to me, but I have seen it. Seen it? Mm-hmm. I would wake you up. You were and I in would a room? S- what? No, I would see the mattress in the hallway, and I'm like, what's wrong <gasps> with your mattress? How many mattresses did this person go through? I think a few. No, no. Mm-hmm. Seek help. And I'm like, I always would be surprised. I'm like, because first of all, I wake up. All the time to pee. There would never. I would never like. I've never been so drunk that I did not know. And I know that people have had that experience where yeah. you just get hammered and you think you're having this dream that you're peeing, so you think that it's just a dream. Right. I get where the lines can get blurred. Yes, actually, maybe that's what blurred lines. The song is actually about because no one. Knows. I think I'm peeing. No, I am. I am uh, a I'm friend not. of mine I... once got completely hammered, woke up, but peed in what he thought was the bathroom, and it was just the lower desk drawer, Mm -hmm. which is still a little bit better than a a mattress, but not by much. I don't understand if you know that this happens, and someone's like, do you want to go back to my loft? No! No, I don't. Do you want to spend the night? I don't. Is this a normal thing? Do people, have, have people done this multiple times? And also, even if in your dream... You're peeing, and then it actually happens. Like, I think there's something that would set off in my brain to be like, you're peeing, now you have to go! Yeah. Like, you know, a panic button mm-hmm. that y- your bread basket's leaking. Yeah, I I mean, I would think that if I were being pissed on, yeah, I would wake up immediately. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, either way, either you were doing the pissing or you're being pissed upon. Right. Alarms Joe going off. Upon. Joe pissed upon. <laughs> and he looks great. Yeah. He does. Joe pissed upon. Still working. Looks great. Oh, Still working. Oh, that's not Joe pissed He's upon? a little bit yellow. He's a little jaundiced. <laughs> um, I uh, I don't know. Like a fraternity mattress, a lot of times it's not yours to begin with. Yeah. Which is very Property gross. of the school. Right. And sometimes. And even the know. school's like, you know what? 
you keep this you, one. You know what? This one's on That's us. That's great. I mean, in retrospect, like, what are what are people thinking, right? Like, you oh, here's your mattress. There's no cover on it. No. You, know, you just get, like, a, a mattress. Yeah. So whoever's just fucked on this thing, like, the previous semester, yeah. or pissed all over it, and you're like, this'll do. If you took a black light to my school, the thing would light up like a Christmas tree. Oh my! It would be like it would be like Christmas vacation. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Like imagine the fraternities. It would just be like I think we need to close this down. Yeah. It would Let's be get like the CDC the, in yeah, here. The Chernobyl disaster. Like you guys are all worried about masks out there. Have you been to to Patty's fret house? I mean, Christ enough. I think you fucking... need to start there. I mean, Chernobyl. Did you just say Chernobyl? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I there was kids in my in my pledge class that I think they had to clean out someone's um, rack room where the beds were, and they had to clean out the condoms. No! Fucking sick fucker. That's when, you know what, you play the long game. You say, I'm going to keep this, I'm going to clone this mofo, and we're going to have a little uh, whatever, orphan black later on. I mean, what sick fucker keeps your condoms in your bed? Somebody who has a hoarding issue. But then again, this is college. What the fuck am I talking about? I, I would know. just stuff like a we, giant pizza down my throat. Until like, I let's be real. We did build an entire coffee table out of empty beer cans. I'm, I mean, I think we did. But that's creative. <laughs> exactly. Not genealogical. Exactly. Oh, I've, oh, I'm so oh, sorry. Anne's answer. Okay. All right. Here's time. It's time for Anne's answer. Hey! Soaked in Santa Fe. Dear Soaked, feelings? Your daughter is waking up soaked in a grown man's whiz, and you're worried about feelings? <laughs> Fuck feelings. If he had any feeling in his schwanz after a long night of throwing back Budweiser's, he would have had the wherewithal to know he was drowning your daughter in a Rochester rain puddle. This nocturnal R. Kelly needs to be told, in no uncertain terms, that if he insists on drinking until he choney stains his sterns and foster, he can take the P train right out of your daughter's life. In addition to making you forget your bad childhood, booze suppresses an antidiuretic hormone in your brain, irritates the bladder, and builds up fluids while you sleep, making blackout drinking a recipe for disaster, unless you're Russell Brand. If your daughter is into golden showers, that's one thing, but this seems like uninvited pee play. If she sees a future with Mr. Tinkle Juice, she must confront him on this right away. Don't piddle around. I would hope he would be so embarrassed and take the necessary steps to avoid this in the future. But if she's on the fence about being the future Mrs. P.P. Herman, tell the guy to piss off. She doesn't need to wake up in a crime scene after every night on the town. Good luck, you sorry mother, and happy soaking. Ayan! I like how that... What people don't know, hopefully that they don't know that these are written separately, but we both threw R. Kelly in. Oh, of course we did. I feel like it's, we we, def, we definitely aim for the lowest common denominator, right. and then we work backwards from there. Did I ever tell you the one time that I had an agent in Chicago, and they were talking about, I think it was like, I think it was R. Kelly, like a long time ago, and something came out, and she's like, uh, she's like, you know what? You don't piss on a kid. Piss <laughs> on a woman. <laughs> that was what my agent told me. And like, that's when you're like, I think we need to dissolve. You this know what? I think you know it's not it's not me. It's you. I don't. You and I don't see brown eye to brown eye. <laughs> no, listen. Give me Jesus. your one good eye. You know what? That's just tacky. Don't pee on children. Don't piss on a woman. They can't consent. Now me, on the other hand, in my eyes, in my mouth, <laughs> go for it. Have a blast. Put this absorbent pad on my face. Let's do this thing. Super soaker my face with your cock juice. Wet willy your weenus <laughs> on me. Let me take this one for the team, <laughs> not the children. Just... I believe the children are our future. Take the pee and let them piss <laughs> away. Don't pee on them just when you can pee on me. Piss on a woman. I thought she said a lady. No, she said piss on a woman. Piss on a woman. Piss okay, on. So that's even better. Yeah. Because like, don't I'm piss a, on a real woman. Don't piss on a lady. Piss on a woman. Piss on me. Don't tread on piss pee. <laughs> on me. By Lady Gaga. Uh. Oh. It's time for <gasps> a specialty cocktail. Specialty drink. Oh. 
It's really fun. It's coming to the cock set. I'll let you sing it. I'm going to play the banjo. Ready? It's specialty cocktail, specialty drink. We are here. It is time. It is time for our favorite segment. Oh, it's coming in a shot glass. Me too. <gasps> Why is it turning? This is interesting. Now, jo- well, get your cocks out. It's high speed. This has been delivered to us in two separate glasses, people. I don't know why I'm holding my breath. I don't know either, but it's making me nervous. All right, this week's specialty cocktail is the toddy slip. James Jules Ferris knows that he's late to class, and somewhere in his sticky pockets is a forged explanation from Epstein's mother. Epstein has a whole different vibe now on the other side of this two years. All right, for this you will need, oh, this is very simple, two ounces of vodka, four ounces orange juice. Pour vodka in a shot glass, then fill empty glass with orange juice. Here are his tasting notes. Yeah, I know I'm late for class, but I have a good excuse. Just give me a second and I'll think of one. School has started. We're back in the building. My classmates are masked up. For the past year, I've only been used to seeing my teacher on my iPad. So excuse me if I am overwhelmed and running late. This is the best that you're going to get today. (laughs) That's just even reading that is perfect. This is the best that you're going to get today. This is the toddy slip. It's exactly the same as a screwdriver, but you drink the vodka first. Then the orange juice shows up late and is poured into the empty glass. You have a problem with that? Tough crap! I'm doing the best that I can over here. Everyone at school is overly emotional, and they just announced that kickball is only available if you remain masked and you are doubly vaxxed. Thank you, Moderna, for allowing me to come back to my holy rosary elementary and kick that red ball with confidence. Now, what happens in history class is is the toddy slip. Are we really going to shoot? I can't shoot this into drive home. I know. That's all the more reason to shoot this. I can't let vodka go to waste. Are you pouring it in? Are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? Do we want to do lick, sip, or shoot? I feel like I'm you giving you a titty twister. Ew, double handers. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Cox. Um, All right, well, how are you going to do it? Tell me how you're going to do it. I'll do it like gonna, you do. I'm going to sip each sign. Okay. I'm going to be like I'm at the dick dock. I'm just going to take okay, one, just one dick at a time. One at a time. You know why that's actually a good way to do this? Because I'm not a screwdriver fan. I don't do the orange juice. But this way, it's like when you watched me eat the salad and I would dip my fork in the salad dressing. I have more control over the ratio of vodka to orange juice this way. Mm-hmm. I've never seen someone eat a salad like that. Like what you saw today? Yeah. You've never seen somebody dip their fork in dressing and then skewer the salad? No. Never? No. Then you don't hang out with enough chicks. No, I do. I'm, I have five sisters, and they all eat salad like a fucking normal human being. You ate it mm-hmm. like... A crazy person. Yeah, but if I cut it, I burn even more calories. This is what I'm talking. Thank you for proving my point. Mm. I'm drinking orange juice. Isn't that a big step in the right direction? No, what you're doing now is you're getting off the topic because you realize that you're crazy. <laughs> no, I guarantee, dear part official at gmail.com, <laughs> email me if you dip your fork in the salad dressing and then skewer it because not only does it save calories because I am not somebody who drops a whole bunch of dressing on my salad and then it's swimming in shit. What kind of what kind of dressing did you get? I got a Greek, which is vague. Uh-huh. But it's got Greek flavoring in it. Like is it Greek? Like you know it because the is like hey, I'm Greek. Yes, or it tried it, to feel me up. Or is it Greek goddess? No, it's not Greek goddess. I own that. Uh-huh. But this was just Greek Dressing. Okay. That's so what it's called. Okay, oh, so oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Champagne vinaigrette. I forgot I got the okay, CV. So your dark vinaigrette that you're going to dip in. So hmm. why don't you just get lemon and oil? No, no, no. It's not it. because this is a champagne vinaigrette is still not very. I mean, I don't use that much of it. So I'm like, whatevs. So that way you can have like the dressing that you want. You're just having it in like extreme moderation. And why don't you just get a salad mister? Just, I'm so surprised I don't have one of those. They used to I make feel like those. one of those facial fans. I right. could make my own salad, mister. Yeah. I cannot handle when people pre-dress a salad. My Jules does this, and he overdresses. My mother does it, 
and they overdress. I think everybody should be allowed to dress their own salad. Salad should be doled out in ways that are, because I want to be able to control ratio of dressing to salad. You sound, this sounds like a fucking crazy person. This sounds like a female. No, it sounds like a With fucking crazy body person. issues. No! Pete, this is, uh, this is not just a me thing. Okay. I've talked to other people about Who? this. I've done Who the field work. Who? I've taken the polls. Who are they? Gay men. Who are, really? All of them oh, gay. Really? Okay. And one of them soaks his salad, and mm-hmm. this is a married couple. He soaks his salad, and he likes a very light dressing. Okay. How are they ever going to get along on the CW this fall? A new show about a gay couple who can't agree on salad dressing. Wet greens at 9 p.m. Ah, dry greens at 9.30. Wait, so... That's not the same thing as the fucking crazy shit that you just did upstairs. No, everybody, I guarantee you. I was taught that by some other female. But you can't produce any name. Uh-uh. No. And your gay friends, who you just gave me an example for, is actually not what oh, you do. Oh, I've got do. names with, okay. Okay, so. No, but who, I'm talking about issues with salad dressing in general. I don't oh, okay, know where so I we're changing the story now. No, no, no. I, mm, right? Your Honor. Right? Your Honor. So you changed the story. Can I refer back to my um, initial statement? If sure. I could just sure. take a look at the transcript. Would you like me to explain myself? I, <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, no, I don't what know you said what was... female taught me that, but I have seen other females do it. I just know other people who do. Okay. I cannot give you names, Your Honor. Okay, because Chevy didn't make a 68. <laughs> Thank you for picking that up where I left it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think I'm hostile now? Wait till we get home. Uh. There's an article that I stumbled upon that I I really want to, next time we do a grab bag, all I saw was a dog named Sex. (laughs) Like somebody named their dog Sex. Here, Sex! Sex over here! Sex, come back! (laughs) Sex, don't run into the street! Sex, fast! Faster, Sex! Faster, Sex! Come on, go poo, Sex! Come, Sex! Come, Sex! (laughs) Come, Sex! (laughs) <laughs> that's just awesome. See, that's why you got to name your animals right. You got to think ahead to mm-hmm. when the vet tech comes out to the lobby to get them. That's right. That was the James Franco cat. What? Somebody named their cat James Franco. And the vet tech right. came out and she was like, James Franco? Everyone's like, oh my God. Oh, they straightened up. Adele? What? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> like the most pedestrian. Army Hammer? Naomi Judd? <laughs> Naomi Judd, Juice Newton, (laughs) (laughs) it's Juice Newton, Juice Newton, the doctor will see you now, (laughs) Laura Branigan, and her sister Tandy, Tandy Newton, (laughs) (laughs) oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, they're not related, Juice, Juice Newton, She these days. This episode of Dear Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.